You're listening to DraftKings Network. The Bike Riders is the motion picture event roaring into theaters June 21st. I built this club out of nothing. Inspired by true events, USA Today hails the Bike Riders as a must-see summer movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Starring Jodie Comer. The club is changing. Austin Butler. Is that who we are now? And Tom Hardy. This is our family. Outsiders become legends. The Bike Riders. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. Written and directed by Jeff Nichols. Only in theaters. June 21st. Yo, what is good, everyone? Welcome to a brand new... Easy Cooligans, buddy. What is good? Yeah, what is good? What is good? What is bad? I'll tell you what's good. Uh, playing Ghana. Isn't that fun? <laughs> it's always a... I mean, sometimes it's not. Oh, yeah, in the past. In I think they haven't beat us since like 06. Okay, I don't... We'll, we'll... No, 2010 World Cup, no? Didn't they knock us out of the 2010 of... World Cup? I guess they technically drew and I, then they beat us. I'm looking at some, the the Fat Mob Insights. It says Ghana haven't won an away game in their last five matches. So that has nothing to do with us. No, that's saying. not Fat Mob. That's just us being geniuses, bro. <laughs> bro, okay. We uh, statisticians. <laughs> what is good, everybody? Welcome to the Cooligans Podcast. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. We out here. Thank you for tuning in, whether it's on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, DraftKings Network, wherever you consume mm -hmm. Los Cooligans. And now where XG is off the map, that stands for Expected Gully. <laughs> we'll get the, get the expected Gully is the way through the roof. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so it is getting crazy today. Yeah, we uh, have a, an exciting episode. Obviously, we're going to be talking about uh, U.S. men's national team, uh, a bunch of other news. But we also are joined by an incredible guest, Chris Ewing, uh, owner, owner and operator of uh, the Caledonian Braves. It is a third tier, third? It might be, four. is it fourth or third? I don't know exactly what's tier. It's it, it down is, on the pyramid. You ain't sure. finding it on TV. Uh, <laughs> we'll just say that. And he's, he's got the personality for TV. He's a, he's a fun guy. A great he's, dude. Yeah. So he's got a great TikToks. Owner and operator of uh, Caledonian Braves, which is a, a club in Scotland mm -hmm. uh, that, that started very recently, but it is a, a, a fan run club, fan owned club. Yeah. So if you want to be uh, an owner of, uh, of a football club in Scotland, uh, Chris Ewing uh, is going to be joining us in a little bit to talk about that and see how, and so, so we can see how you can get involved. And we added, we added the link to the WeFund on the bottom in the description. So if you want to become an owner of Caledonian Braves, but, check but out that got, link. listen to his pitch first. Don't just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't listen to us. We're not giving you financial <laughs> advice. That's not what the show is. Okay. All right. We're, we're the gonna, new FTX, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yell at you like Jim Cramer, bro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Nor are we going to tell you to get in on this and then we sell secretly <laughs> okay. the moment you all buy. Who do we look like, Logan Paul? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> right. By the way, here's a new drink we came up with uh, that is only going to give you a little less stomach problems. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, buy Prism. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like Prime, I promise. Nothing like Prime, <laughs> even though we just scratched off the M and the E. <laughs> but let's start today talking about the U.S. men's national team against Ghana. The international break is over. Yes. Uh, for, for the U.S. men's national team. And uh, this, 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 the second game 
Ended a little bit better than the first game against it Germany. It started a little bit better. The the halftime was a little bit better. The post game we was even, a little bit better. Everything even, was a little bit better. We even got an indirect free kick goal. Bro, they should have played that in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you saw that? That looked like some old school. <laughs> it's been it, it looks like uh, you know, an era before they they developed the rules right. of the sport. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Why before you... subs were allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Uh, the announcer's like, would you look at that? <laughs> what a shocking! <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, look, we, we, yeah, let's let's just start there. Obviously, uh, a four 0 victory against Ghana, which is always nice to see. But th- there was just something about. Did you say four three? Four nil. Four nil. Okay. Uh, there's just something about the 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 confidence uh, that this uh, U.S. team had uh, compared to how it was against Germany. And Germany's Germany. We uh, we understand it's obviously a very very different opponent. But this Ghana is a team that that has given us trouble in the yeah, past. Yeah. This I, it's been a while. This is a different uh, team. And you know I look at it and I think it, this is a lot like a guy who's like, hey, 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 I finally lost my virginity. And you're like, what? To who? And he's like, don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> Why are you asking all these questions? You don't need to know all the information, bro. Okay. A uh, gentleman does not yeah. kiss and tell, my lady. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, excuse me while I vomit now that I've remembered. Uh, but I will be right back. Um, it, it, felt, it felt a little bit like that. No disrespect to Ghana. This clearly wasn't their most... Their best performance. They didn't look. That's a really, which is a shocking first half. The second half, obviously, we didn't score. There were moments where the back line looked like they were completely uninterested in the game. You, right, right. Well, I mean, <laughs> there the, were moments. That moment that I think has gone viral, which is t- uh, Tim Weah uh, doing a little like a rainbow flick. Uh-huh. Uh, no, well, not an official rainbow flick, but you know, he flicked it over the defender, and the defender just hit, hit him with, uh, just threw his hands up in the air with just like a a give up. Hit like, him with the Mamma Mia. <laughs> what am I gonna do? <laughs> What are we doing uh, out here? I mean, <laughs> he, I think he was just like that man is Liberian. What, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what yeah. are you doing here? Uh, I know your dad, dude. <laughs> you you're wearing the wrong jersey. Yeah. What is going on? But he a Liberian, not Liberty. Okay, <laughs> my man uh, was uh, was clearly frustrated. But that that is it seemed like a not only did he just give up uh, on on defending, but th- that's an embarrassing thing to do to just like. Throw your hands up in the air. Like, who was he looking at? There was no one else at fault. Like, yeah, yeah. At least run back and try to recover and save yourself from a little bit of the embarrassment. But he was just like, oh, no, this is that's your guy now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm the last line of defense. Well, he got through me. Good thing we got this goalkeeper back there. <laughs> uh, so that was quite, quite shocking. But I think the the, the star of the match, or the man of the match, uh, was was Gio Reyna. Gio Reyna um, looked absolutely incredible. This was the Gio Reyna of the the Nations League. Yeah, that we saw uh, came back from his injury. But this this Gio Reyna for some reason. Has zero minutes for Bruce Dortmund. No, he did get twenty six. Oh, he did. He did. He finally got. Okay, okay. He did get a little bit of burn, you know. (laughs) But um, supposedly, what's it? What's it? Bino Gittens. Uh, I can't remember the dude who's starting ahead of him. Yeah, Bino Gittens. Bino Gittens. Um, you know, I get that the coach is maybe slow playing it after the injury. Yeah. Maybe there's a little bit of a fear that you know uh, Giorena is injury prone. Um, so maybe the coach is slow playing it. Bino Gittens getting some time ahead of him. Charlie seemed very upset about that this morning. But I'm 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 of the mindset that if you get an opportunity, you shine, and you should get more opportunity after that. Right. You know, until you fail, you keep getting opportunities. 
And as far as I'm concerned, he played so well in that first half against Ghana that I'm like, all right, this dude got to get either a start or a longer, you know, a lot more time off the bench. Yeah. And look, he played uh, He played the first half. And there is a... I, I mean, obviously, the, the talking point was like, you know, everything that happened with the Reina and Burhalter family. And That's not going to go away anytime it's soon. It's not going to go away. But, you, you, you know, the only way to alleviate those uh, people having that on their mind is for Gio to bag a whole bunch of goals. Get a bunch of assists, get a bunch of goals. He got his first well. brace. That's uh, that's on the way there. Yeah. So that that's the only way to resolve any drama is just to be like, all right, it it he has grown from it or matured in some way and and then people stop talking about it because it's just like, well, we don't want to rock the boat and bring up old stuff. Because my man is getting a whole bunch of goals, so that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is uh, that that's kind of the best way to handle it going forward. But it, it, he just really does change his team completely. It's just it's so he unlocks he, he makes the, the the team so much better and so much fun to watch. That uh, I mean, you know, it's not uh, I'm not making the comparison like mess like you know Messi makes everybody better, but Gio just. I think brings a, a, a level of of confidence and relief to the rest of the team. Look at Falaron Balogun, dude. It completely changes. He's the way a he different plays. guy with yeah, yeah, Gio yeah. there. Well, I mean, it's you got to get. He's got to get service, and Gio's giving him service. You and, know what I mean? And also, and Balogun is doing. I think when when Reyna's playing, uh, and he talked about this in the post game a little bit about how uh, it was a, a a point to get him more involved. I think he barely had many touches. Uh, in the game against Germany. Yeah, we showed the the pass map uh, after the Germany game. Barely, barely touched the ball. Balogun was getting the ball from Chris Richards, bro. He was, like, literally yeah. running all the way to the center <laughs> back. That doesn't help. <laughs> He's like, yo. When the goalkeeper uh, does a does a, a short pass and it goes to Aaron Balogun, you're like, yo, you might be too, too far back. He was like, yo, I'm getting in this game. Yeah, yeah. I just want to feel the ball from Can time I to shoot time. from here? You know what I mean? <laughs> But he, the 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 goal, um, the first goal, right? That mm -hmm. was uh, Reyna's goal. Yep. Um, Balogun did the back heel uh, yeah. that that broke the, the saucy. Know, beautiful. It was a. It was like I think it was Dest involved and and and. How much Balogun. better did Dest look? Yeah, yeah. They're Yo, Dest, don't even uh, drive. You drive on the right hand side. Yeah, I want you to sit in a passenger seat only. <laughs> you only on the right from now on, man. That was a completely different Serginho Des from what we saw against Germany on the left, which I think now we look back and go, okay, that experiment, we're never doing that again. Yeah. Especially with Lund looking good. Yeah, uh, Christopher Lund looked great as well, man. Yeah. There was a uh, – look, I don't know what it, it was exactly. Uh, just that that first half, uh, Ghana had no clue what they, what they no. were – Facing and it looked like it was nine against ten. Yeah, uh, it just kind of a shock. So uh, look, uh, it, it leaves I think uh, people with with just a little bit more confidence in not only the team, uh, but even though you know, even though people are like through their teeth, like gritting their teeth of like they don't want to give uh, Berhalter any props. But I mean, this was a good game for him. I think he made the the, the right calls with the with the lineup and, and stuff like that. And again, Ghana looked a lot better in that second half, and we didn't score. But uh, yeah, I was just I was like I, I'm not used to leaving U.S. Men's National Team games like oh I got nothing to complain. I'm like I want something to complain about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I usually complain. Uh, wow, uh, for some reason I left and I, I don't have a scowl on my face. <laughs> What's going on?
But I yo, shouts to Loon for also putting Caduce in his pocket, bro. Sure. Muhammad Caduce is the guy that everyone's talking about mm-hmm. on this Ghana team. You know, West Ham paid a, a grip of money for mm-hmm. this man. And, uh, bro, he was not getting past Christopher Loon. Again, remind everyone, Christopher Loon, a second division in Italy defender. Young. Yeah. Playing for Palermo and Seti Bay, B, however you want to pronounce it. And Mohamed Kudus got sold for a grip of money to West Ham. Yeah, I wonder, like, uh, I mean, the scouts the scouts are scouting, bro. Yeah, they're, looking, they're looking in Syria. Now, as soon Syria. as they see the American flag, they stop looking. <laughs> That's <laughs> the problem. Oh, no, I can't get, I can't get involved with no. this. He doesn't know. Uh, he, he calls it soccer, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, soccer. <laughs> But the uh, what was the other one? The um, uh, Pulisic got the penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wea earned that penalty. Wea's another. I mean, we're just talking glowingly about these people. Wea was also. We got too much good happening this again. <laughs> this is after the Ghana game. Yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> not a typical Cooligans episode no. of all this positivity. But you got to give credit where credit's due. Wea earned that penalty. Uh, uh, you know, again, even in the in that buildup in that first half, there's like. Ghana looked uh, intimidated. We we don't intimidate that many teams unless it's like Barbados and we're playing yeah, a yeah, yeah. half uh, uh, team. So I was just St. Kitts and Nevis. <laughs> okay, <laughs> our, our, our fierce rival. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our San Marino. Did you see San Marino scored? San Marino did score. Final. Yeah, that was crazy. It's yeah. huge. I, it, and that's the first time in what a couple. A couple months or years? No, I think it's like 700 days. Something like that. It was the first goal of this qualification cycle. For yeah, them. yeah. So they were they literally every the entire team. Uh, they so and that was they, they tied against uh, Denmark. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they were up for I think nine minutes. Rasmus oh, Hoyland. Nine minutes. Rasmus Hoyland was upset. He said that the uh, whoever was covering him was playing him very rough, was trying to injure him. Yes. And I honestly just think the guy doesn't know any better. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I just, the guy's a baker, dude. You know what I mean? No, but it's just the, the, the defender was actually an injury lawyer. And he yeah, was trying, yeah. to, <laughs> trying to He was get like, I know a guy. <laughs> I know That's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen my bus ad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, happy for them. Uh, but then they, end, they ended up uh, losing. They, I mean, mm. even the, the, what is it? This is the, for they the Euros. still went out and The qualification, yeah. qualification for Euros. Uh, Norway isn't are they out officially or they're yeah, like no. they're, they're done no they're done yeah, yeah, they're are they really qualified. so yeah. Odegaard and uh and early Holland just will never see like any kind of European tournament Jeez. because they just play on on a team that's just not very good uh and it's, you figure with both of those guys yeah you, you would think that would be enough but no you, it, especially when you're qualifying against teams like you know San Marino, <laughs> Liechtenstein, <laughs> North Macedonia. Nah, they can't do it. They can't. Mas- North Macedonia is like, I think in their... No, qu- they're, they're, they're not out. Are they out? They, they're not out. They're but, out, but it's better than Norway. But that's because Italy's there. Damn, bro. <laughs> so, so speaking of Italy, let's yeah. uh, let's move on. Because- I wouldn't bet on them. <laughs> we got to talk. Sandro Tonali would. Hey, Sandro Tonali right now sweating. We tease this. Uh, He's like, I got 50K on them qualifying, bro. <laughs> this is... Bro, Stressful. I mean, look, we all know uh, uh, players should not be involved in in gambling. I mean, this this. I mean, Pete Rose. If Pete Rose didn't teach us anything, I mean, this is <laughs> he's too old, bro. They don't remember. They that. don't remember gonna, Pete. Bro, Rose. I'm not sure that's the reason Sandra Tonali doesn't know about <laughs> Pete Rose, bro. There may be some other reasons. But uh, so yeah, Sandra Tonali uh, of Newcastle. Uh, obviously, big money move. Um, uh, Cardi B. You know, we know Cardi B. Big money move. <laughs> She's making money moves, bro. From uh, from AC Milan. 
And, uh, and he's doing well at Newcastle. Newcastle, they won their Champions League. He uh, might have a little bit too much time on his hands. Yeah. yeah. And uh, apparently he's been uh, caught in a uh, betting scandal. It's uh, and, and not only did he get caught, but he has completely admitted to it. Well, uh, what else are you going to do? Yeah. So he, he's basically doing the like... Uh, you, ah, you got me. You got me. I mean, <laughs> give me, you know, be a little lenient with me. Yeah. I, this is uh, just a quick uh, synopsis from Sky Sports so we can hear. Uh, like, I was Ben, but I wasn't Ben. ben. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from Sky Sports. Here goes. Yeah, Joe, bad news. This sounds not just for Newcastle United, but for Sandro Tonali uh, himself as well. After news uh, emerged this morning that Sandro Tonali has admitted to betting on football matches in which both he played and in which both he didn't play during his time uh, at AC Milan. So he so admitted to betting in games that he played in and that he didn't play in, but for uh, for AC Milan. And it's just really, it's just not a good look. There's no way. This uh, is bad. This is really, really bad. Uh, and and he's, he's basically... Uh, admitting to everything to, just to get as lenient um, a, a penalty uh, or as lenient a ban as possible. The ban is usually three years. Uh, I think that's the most you can get. Uh, some people are speculating that it might be somewhere uh, around a year um, because he is cooperating with the investigation. But it, it seems like it's a, a, a bigger thing. So this is... Uh, I was going to so say, he's not the only one. He's not the only one because this... Um, uh, Zaniolo from Villa, Aston Villa, uh, yeah. from Aston Villa, uh, was so him, so Tonali and Zaniolo were on the Italian national team. They were, uh, they got called up. They were supposed to play against England uh, in this during this international break. Uh, they were sent home uh, because of this investigation. And then now the other name at Juventus is um, Nicolo uh, Fagiolo. Yeah. Um, uh, also known as Nicolo Pasta Fajul. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, his last name means beans. Fajoli yeah. beans. Uh, I so there was an article. It was Ben is beans. <laughs> there was an article uh, uh, in The Athletic about That's it. That's an unfortunate ad. <laughs> <laughs> We're not looking at it. <laughs> but um, I'm just going to, real quick, I mean, it got very, very serious. So the this is uh, from from The Athletic. Uh, it says, uh uh, it says, oh, uh, Fagioli's tears at the Mape Stadium were those of someone in too deep. He had received threats of physical violence. Quote, I'll break your legs, unquote, from third parties he assumes must somehow be linked to any of the Ill illegal betting platforms in which on which he staked money. He spiraled betting more in an attempt to recover his losses. His gambling debts to illegal and legal bookies totaled almost three million Euros. We've all been there, bro. A late Three. Sunday night chase. He had all the money on Hawaii. I guess. How does yeah. it get? <laughs> You're remembering your parlays. I know. I think. I think at the end of the day, this is why I think when when people say they don't want to legalize gambling, to me it's stupid because even with legal gambling, people will seek out yeah illegal illegal, illegal means to gamble. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's. Again, you know, you're not going to get an email from from a reputable thing saying, uh, just to let you know, you're over. We're going to break your legs. Your bank, we, we asked the bank. Your bank is saying that, you know, that it's not, yeah, no. not going to be that. Uh, this is what, what, I, what I don't like is I, I tend to forgive addiction because it's something that we've we've learned through yeah. a lot of, you know, uh, health uh, and mental research and mental health research. I should say that it is out of the person's control. The difficult thing is saying, 
How is it that we're at a point like now there's a question whether AC Milan knew this was coming when they sold him. Remember, he was crying. He's like, I don't want to leave. They're like, no, you got to go. <laughs> uh, and this year specifically. Uh, no, we cannot wait till the January transfer window. I promise you. Um, they sold them to Newcastle. Were they on? Did they were they aware? Yeah, when they that's, sold them. That's been the question, especially then. how a significant a player he was. Granted, you got a lot of money for him. Um, begs the question, what type of background? Uh, you know, search does a Newcastle do? What type of vetting do they do on these players? Yeah. And then third is, is there someone available for these players at their clubs where they can go? I need help. And I'm not saying they asked and they didn't get. So it's yeah. very, it's very possible that they have it and we're just not aware of it. But is there somewhere where these players can say, "Hey, I think I, I think this might be an addiction. I need help." Yeah. And because to be betting on legal, any legal, the moment you bet to to uh, make up ground for money you've lost mm -hmm. that you don't have, yeah, you have a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's, it's scary. I mean, uh, th and I think that's what uh, Tonali is basically doing. He's he is uh, he has said. I think this is through. He threw his hands up like the Ghana defenders. Yeah, he he has uh, said that it, it, he has a gambling addiction and and he's being very uh, forthright uh, about it. So it. I, I just I, there's an interesting thing about this. Doesn't he look like that actor Adam Driver? Uh, <laughs> he does look like Adam a Driver. Bit. Yeah, that's a good call. That's <laughs> Adam Driver call. should should uh, play him in the shorter, movie. In the a movie, shorter. <laughs> a little shorter, a little stockier, but he's got kind of like the Adam Driver face. Okay, okay. Uh, you know that's uh, some people. He's he's zaddy to some. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, people love Adam, Adam Driver, Driver, De Niro, starting in, <laughs> starting in the Tonali store. Who plays Fajul? So well, it makes me it, it makes me think about the and and maybe uh, maybe these are apples to oranges, but the 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 situation with Paul Pogba when it. Be, comes to a positive drug test on a, a possible performance enhancing drug it it's i don't know is it a little bit more vicious uh, you know he was trying to recover from an injury people are like you know he knew the rules got him out of the game I, to me gambling seems a, like should bring out a little bit more vitriol than you think that fans take this lighter than a performance enhancing drug i've seen more kindness and and just being more a little bit more gentle with with a gambling addiction over using testing positive for performance enhancing drug. And and it's obviously you, you can't they're not the exact same thing, but it seems that this I, I saw somebody else I, I, and I, I can't remember who it was, but I think it was a former athlete um, talking about this and basically said, like, like, nah, bro, I can't even trust you as a teammate if I find out that you're gambling on on games i'm playing in and i'm playing with you it is a it goes against the sanctity of the sport where i per performance enhancement drugs to me i think nine times out of ten and this is there's no data behind this it feels like nine times out of ten especially in soccer it's used in order to recover from injury to get back on the pitch right right or it's not to be, be like superhuman on the pitch yeah yeah or to i mean even if even like barry bonds wasn't to your just trying to get back you yeah. know what i mean the guy's, <laughs> His skull size grew. You know what I mean? What you mean my neck grew three, <laughs> yeah, three yeah. to four times? This is how I've always looked. No, I had a dislocated <laughs> toe. 
<laughs> so I was trying to get back out there. You know what I mean? So look, my doctor told me. <laughs> yeah. That's all. So uh, I took some sort of superhuman serum. <laughs> and even to your, even Barry Bonds' teammates are like, well, he's in a bunch of dingers. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I mean, no. This is, a, this is a thing that, yeah, does call Throwing it. the game is the issue here. Everyone else. Because that's why people would be worried That's about. what you assume. Because yeah. that's how you affect. You can't just play better because you know you got money on the line. <laughs> you got to bet against you so, and play but, worse. So that's the thing with, with Fagioli. Uh-huh. He's have has all these gambling debts and, and getting threatened. And my man won Young Player of the Year award yeah, in Serie A. So it's just like maybe that's why he needed to like <laughs> to thrive. Yeah. Maybe that's that was how he grew. That's that's how he arrived every day. He I, knew someone's gonna break his legs. I don't recommend it. No, <laughs> but I'm. Just you might want to find a new way to get inspired. <laughs> okay. But in the meantime, read we can, yeah. read Will Smith's book, bro. Yeah. That will. You know what? Don't read Will Smith's book. I will inspire you in some way. Uh, so. Uh, it, it's just kind of wild. And then the other thing with uh, this was also in the athletic. This is such a cr- a weird uh, part of the story. That so the names um, Juventus teammates uh, Federico Gatti and and Radu uh, Dragusin, right? Uh, who's now said, a Genoa? Who's now a Genoa? Said so. Apparently, Fagioli asked for money. He asked for forty thousand euros from from each of them, and he says, uh, and it was quote under the pretext that he wanted to buy a watch. But he but was unable to do so because his mother looked after his bank account. Unknown to them, Fagioli sought the loans to pay to pay down his gambling debts. So he was borrowing money from his teammates to pay down gambling debts. And then so these their names are now in sort of implicated in right. this story. And Federico Gatti was the guy who Chesney ha- passed the ball Chesney to in the Champions and he passed game. it directly into <laughs> an open goal. Look at all sus. Gotti in trouble. So it's like, Gotti's just like, bro, I just lent you money for yeah. your damn watch. You think Gotti went to him and said, yo, I need my money back. And he's like, how about you get it? <laughs> he's like, I got a parlay for you, Fennel. I know way for you to get it <laughs> with, some, with a little sum on top. <laughs> so so I, he, I look, I'm going to assume you can't implicate them in any of the gambling stuff, but it's just, it's just the worst thing to be implicated in this at all because you know this kid is asking to borrow money from you yeah uh, so it's just a bad because he's putting other he's putting his teammates also in a really really bad he also is the one who snitched on tonali he was like tonali's the one who gave me the better yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's like yo chill bro i got another investigation over here <laughs> it is uh so it, look it, it's a it is an addiction it is you know it is something that uh we need to be definitely you know show some kindness I was going to gonna say too yeah. going off of that a big thing I've been seeing just on social media is a lot of people being like well it's so hypocritical now of these leagues to be like oh gambling is so bad but then every ad you see is right. for one of the betting how do you guys feel do you think like there's a problem with that like do the leagues just need to completely get out of the betting business no because the I, NFL does this with rookies they'll sit them down and be like Okay. It's not just rookies. Every player at the beginning of every year in the NFL yeah, yeah, has to go all, through a gambling But it's not like just program. that. Like, rookies get a, hey, ha, here's what you might find comes next. Yeah, like, yes. Somebody if you might see these you. women in your DMs. Right, they're not right, here right. for, yeah, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. love you, bro. <laughs> right, right, right. Right? They try, ask your other teammates. They've already been there. Like, there's there's things to look out for. I feel like as, a lot of these players, I would say 99.9 of these players came through academies. I think it's the responsibility of the academies to be like, yeah, look, we know you want to gamble. Here's why you can't. Yeah, and show the examples. Show what Ivan like, Tony's going through. Like show um, what Tonali's going through. Uh, uh, Deion Sanders, uh, if, if, for, with uh, Colorado, he invited Brittany Renner to uh, to talk to. That was at Jacksonville State at his 
oh, older the, job. Oh, at his it was? Job okay. That was yeah, at his yeah. last job. So, but he was just like, yo, these are the type of girls you're going <laughs> right, to see. Right, right, and right. even she was just like, yeah, I'm the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the type of girl. <laughs> She's like, Hi, here's how I'm going to get you caught up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all we need. You bring bring these. Right. Things. She's like, we will suck your dick. We don't want to suck your dick. <laughs> okay. But you got to make so much money that we are forced to. <laughs> right. Okay? It's all part of our plan. <laughs> we're going to. We're, yeah, we will destroy your lives. Yeah, we're going to fleece you <laughs> so, through your dicks. <laughs> so, so it's just be on the lookout for people like us. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Anytime someone wants to suck your dick, they're trying to take your money. <laughs> okay, look, that's one on one. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then she's like, hey, after you want to meet? And the guy's like, yeah. I'm like, look, already. You're failing. <laughs> that was a trap. That was a trap. <laughs> she turned off the little soft. She turned on the soft voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you fell for it. Jeez, dude. We just went over it, man. <laughs> she said something about you is just different. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. it. Right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You're done. You're done. <laughs> You're done. Give up. You're cooked. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a, um, it, it's, look, I, 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 as far as the question about the, uh, the should the leagues have some responsibility? I think that this is a, like you said, Alexis said earlier, um, whether it's illegal or or legal, people are going to find a way to do it if they are addicted are addicted to doing it. I mean, look, the the standard has to be higher for the athletes themselves. I mean, mm -hmm. that that's, I'll, I can understand. I've had friends that have had uh, you know gambling addictions, and and there's a certain level of 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 sympathy that I offer that's a little bit more than an athlete. Like, bro, you worked your entire life to get to this point and you are paid handsomely for it. Right. And I get, and I, yes, I understand that there's an addiction problem, but it, it is, it is, it, you know, the rules are the rules and there's like a, you know, whatever, if it's office policy to not gamble or whatever, it, it's, it, there's something to the fact that they know what they're getting involved. They, they are I warranted. Mean, just think about if you work for a major corporation and you shorted it on the stock market right, right, right. and your boss found out, you'd be like, I'm not sure you're trying to work <laughs> as hard as you can. Well, I was going to say, bro, it's not even the players. When I, I used to work for the MLB, when I did, I wasn't allowed to bet on the MLB while I was an employee there. Right, so right, it's right. not just the players. They're telling everyone, hey, if you are a part of this like corporation, you're not allowed right. to. The secretary can't even bet you're on these games. And, and look, and, and the, you think you can? The reality <laughs> is that the players also make more money in their contracts because of these you know, the, yeah. the betting sponsors. No, 100%. So they they are getting paid. I mean, I understand that there's a thrill in in the gambling aspect, but they... they there's also like a light way to do it, right? With like your friends, like, hey, casino, I'll buy dinner. Hey, or I'll go or to I'll, a casino. I don't think they're allowed to bet at casinos either. Oh, they're not. No, no, no. Okay, I didn't know But that. I think like, hey, if we beat your team tonight, uh, yeah, then yeah. you buy me dinner. There's a light way. To, maybe you don't get the same, you know... You know, as like the parlays and all that, or maybe like some of the prop bets, like, yeah, yeah. oh, how many corners I can take? I can influence that. And that's where the, that's why it's if illegal. I, if I win, we do a wife swap. That's a lot, yeah. I guess. But and maybe it will give you the thrill and you they're need. Like, oh, or how about this? If I win, you got to pay Brittany Renner. She's on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was different. <laughs> I fell for it. Damn. <laughs> I sat through that whole thing. Dion brought her in and everything, bro. Couldn't believe she it. She emailed me. And said, I want to suck it there. It wasn't even anything else in there. And so I still fell for it, dude. Oh my goodness. Uh so all right. Let's uh let's uh move on. We gotta get to our conversation with Chris uh with Chris Ewing. By the way, 
check out the DraftKings app. <laughs> Make yeah, sure yeah, to yeah, sign up now. Chance, yeah, exactly. Download today. Hey, sign up. Wait, hold on, please. Let's Tonali. You, no. you can stop listening right now. <laughs> if you are a professional athlete in yeah. any capacity, do not do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the rest of y'all, check out DraftKings <laughs> and bet responsibly. Okay. Hey, uh, call one eight hundred Gambler. It's on the bottom of all the apps uh-huh, and everything. One hundred percent. If you really do, if you have a problem, there are resources available. Yeah. If you everyone. think you have a problem, get it taken care of. Don't let it ruin your life. Trust me, man. That that one crazy parlay. With five teams and, and how many corners and <laughs> all that, that's not going to save you, man. Exactly. You're going to be asking teammates uh, to help pay some debts. Uh, yeah. Do so- you know people with 40K that could just lend it to you? Because I don't. <laughs> I, I do not either. <laughs> if I went to Chris and said, give me 40K, Chris is like, if you find it, let me know. <laughs> uh, all right. But let, let's get to our conversation with Chris Ewing. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, owner of Caledonian Braves, uh, a, a club in Scotland that you can be an owner of as well. So yeah. uh, let's. And let- if you are a professional athlete, you can own it. You know, so own part <laughs> of Totally allowed. All right, so, so here it goes. Here's our conversation with Chris Ewing. We are this close to crowning an NBA champ. And with the action heating up on the court, it's even hotter at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds, boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. Like the Boston Celtics, who are six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Dallas Mavericks in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code LAF. That's code LAF for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. One no sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next Last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Look at this. Huh? Hey, from across the pond. We've got owners hanging out with us now. <laughs> okay, this, is, we, this is the level we're reaching. Okay, we, we are the boxy cooligans, right? <laughs> Things are different. Bro, right? we back, baby. Huh? <laughs> we're hanging out with owners. We, we, we should have cigars for this episode. Uh, this is the owner of the Caledonian Braves, which you might have seen on social media. Absolutely incredible. It's a team in Scotland in the lower divisions fighting their way to the top mm-hmm. of the premiership. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> put our hands together for Chris Ewing, everybody! Chris, what's good, yeah. man? Hey guys, <laughs> yeah, applauding for himself. <laughs> well done, sir. Uh, Chris uh, Ewing, uh, and as New Yorkers, the name Ewing has a, holds a, a high place in our hearts because of Pat. 
Patrick Ewing. All right. I don't know if you're going to I don't know if you're going to get that reference at all, but I just had to say it. But <laughs> yeah, of course I do, Patrick Ewing, le- legend. Let's go. There you go. I like yeah. this guy already. Uh, Chris, all right. You are uh, the owner of the Caledonian Braves. You are, but it's a different type of ownership. That's right. You. This is a, a community-funded uh, club. We've seen uh, things like this before uh, in the past. This is. Uh, I, I've, we've seen this in the, in, uh, the United States a couple of times. I don't know how many clubs in Scotland have done something like this. So maybe this is like a kind of a very new endeavor in Scotland. But please give us the the elevator pitch for the Caledonian Braves. Yeah, guys, so thanks for having me. I'm Chris. I'm the, or- the founding owner of Caledonian Braves. Up until about a month ago, I was the only owner. Um, I'm now part of an ownership group that exceeds 650 owners from around the world. Wow. Um, I think 46 of the 50 states in the United States also represented in the, in the ownership group. So it's a very exciting time for the club. We are the first club in Scotland to do this. We are actually the, the youngest senior football club in Scotland. Scotland. Scottish football is 150 years old this year. Um, and we are um, Scotland's youngest senior football club. So the idea is to give football back to the fans, um, flip the narrative, prove to folk that you don't have to be a millionaire, you don't have to be um, a movie star, you don't have to be a quarterback to own a football club. You know, you can be um, a podcast host, a stand-up comedian, or a taxi driver <laughs> in New York City, um, and you can also own a football club in Scotland. So it's really exciting, you know, and I'm really proud to, 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 to give football back to the fans, I guess, you know. Now, this is impressive. What is it? Give us what, what is the idea? Someone listening to this show says, you know what? I got a little bit of money mm. or I could shake my couch cushions and find some. Maybe a little <laughs> bit. Take something out of the kid's college fund. Uh, <laughs> they how don't much, need it. <laughs> right? They're stupid. This kid. How much? They're not gonna college degrees ain't really worth that <laughs> nah, much. Nah, vocational. <laughs> Learn to change tires, kid. Yeah, we, hit, we dropped you on your head too many times. But <laughs> well, how much? Does somebody need to become part owner? One of the 650, number 651. Yeah, so I get the, the price point is $100. So we're actually on a, a, an American um, crowdfunding platform called WeFunder. Um, and the minimum investment is $100. So to answer your question, for 100 bucks, um, you can own a football club. Um, I don't think you can get better than that today, I don't think. Okay. I have to ask you, as a, as a Scottish person, I don't know how much time you've spent in the U.S., but does it confuse you that... How you are selling shares of this club is how we pay for our medical bills in this country. <laughs> I thought this was um, I thought this was about soccer and not politics. We have to be very careful where we're going with this. <laughs> we yeah, need to do politics. We I'm need just your help, Chris. Yeah. Help fix this country. That's all here's what I could do: I could either pay for my friend's broken leg, <laughs> help him pay for, or I could own a football team. <laughs> but all jokes aside, are you've yeah, gotten yeah. a lot of interest. You've got a lot of interest from Americans. Why do you think all of a sudden Americans who traditionally, especially folks across the pond from right around where you're from, have sort of maybe chastised or looked down at Americans' involvement in the sport? Now, look at how much interest there is from Americans to be a part owner of a, of a, of a, of a lower league club. Talk to me a little bit about how that feels. Yeah, and I think it's quite funny that it's actually a Canadian that brought that one to the table, you know, with, with Reynolds, um, Ryan Reynolds at Wrexham. But yeah, I think, um, you know, football, soccer, football, whatever you want to call it in America, is, is, is booming at the moment, you know. And I think one thing that we do have in Europe, and particularly with Caledonian Braves, is the fact that we're part of a pyramid system. Um, and we do have the opportunity to go up through the pyramid. Um, promotion and relegation, I know that's another, another hot topic in the United States, you know, with the franchise model that you have. But I think there's also that element of romance, you know. It's I think most people love Scotland. They like the idea of Scotland. You know, it conjures up uh, images of the 
the great football teams from back in the, the days, you know, like Celtic in 1967, the first British club to win the European Cup. Um, and I think a lot of folk have affinity towards Scotland, the Scottish people, in, in the way that we play football in Scotland, which is very much heart on your sleeve, um, you know, uh, working class um, with a lot of endeavour. And I think the Americans love that, you know. What is, I mean, for, for potential Americans that want to get involved, let me give them a little bit of a background in Scotland. Could you explain what a salt and I hope I'm saying this correctly because I, it sounds like something I might want. What is a salt and chili munchie box? <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no. A salt and, that is, generally, you usually get that on the way home from the pub. Um, okay. Yeah, it, it sounds a bit graphic, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, right? That's in your search history on Pornhub. <laughs> listen, listen, do you, do you know any other country in the world that deep fries their pizzas? Yes, right. so pizza crunch, right? You yeah, deep you fry deep- frozen pizza. Yeah, and we also, deep, believe it or not, and I've yet to, to try this myself, but we also deep fry Mars bars, which is a chocolate bar, you know? Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> we don't even, The only time Americans get Mars bars is around Halloween. It's not sold regularly here in America. But you get mini ones during Halloween. So only time. So it's coming. I mean, they are around. sold. I mean, if you're eating you them. You can't just go find a Mars bar. In I this mean, country. if you got a problem, you can find it. You right. Know? If you're like, <laughs> you're just outside. Like, oh, man, I need some of that munchie box <laughs> and a Mars bar. But, Chris, I, I, you know, we've had conversations with people involved in football in, in the United States um, and, or, and, you know, at MLS clubs. And we've heard this. I, so I'm, I'm curious about your. Uh, the challenges that you face being being an owner, trying to get your club from the lower divisions and climbing up uh, uh, the, the ladder. Because we've heard from, uh, you know, sporting directors, uh, other owners, and kind of off the record, they've basically said that if the Premier League started today, they would not do a, uh, uh, they, they would not have a... a they Promotional would have relegation. The, yeah, they, they, they would use a franchise system like the NFL or NBA. Right. So the, yeah. the, the emotional toil and stress uh, exists for, for owners, for fans, but when it comes to the day-to-day in running the club, how, uh, what are the, the, the kind of the, the challenges and frustrations that you face to, to trying to move the club up to the next level? Yeah, well, it's a good, really good question. I mean, the, the, the biggest challenge we have is the fact that we're, we're a brand new football club. So, as I said earlier on, Scottish football is 150 years old. Um, we were formed in 2019, so we don't have the tradition and the history of some of the other clubs, particularly in the west of Scotland. Um, there's so many professional clubs around the same area as us, um, particularly, you guys will know, Rangers and Celtic, I, I guess, for the most part. So that's the challenge. It's how do we attract a new fan base? How do we attract sponsorship? How can we actually pay the players so that we can have a better quality of player. Um, one of the challenges we had this season is we just lost seven of our best players um, because we couldn't afford to keep them, so they went to other clubs. So this is one of the reasons as well that I've opened up this ownership um, opportunity to the world because quite simply alone, um, I'm not a millionaire. And even if I was, my wife would probably divorce me, kill me first probably, um, if I put all my money into a, a football club. Um, so, so it's really exciting for me to be able to share this, you know. So that's the idea: is that we, we prove to folk that the community is not just local; a community can be global um, if we share the same passion, the same desires, the same values, um, and that's proven today with internet, with social media, creating content, and essentially bringing people into the club. So the challenges are that the fact that we're brand new, but on the flip side of that, that's also the opportunity. We're not hindered by tradition, and we don't have a committee of old. Dare I say, old guys who sit in the boardroom with their blazers on. You know, we can be forward-thinking, we can be innovative. Um, and when we get people from all over the world invested in the club, it just 
you know, it's just it's so cool. You know, it's just such a buzz. You know, that guys from New York are investing, guys from California, people from India, people from Spain, and that's what football is all about. You know, it's about bringing people together. You know. Yeah. In fact, let's say Christian and I decided to toss in two hundred dollars. Mm. What What yep. do we get if we show up? At the park, do we get to sit in the owner's box? <laughs> is, that, is it all types of you, crustaceans, or is it just munchie boxes? You, you what, get, what are the you benefits? Get to, well, you get to tell your pals that you're a owner of a football club in Scotland, um, which is is a good a good uh, starting point. Um, ultimately, what we want to do is obviously offer people the opportunity to come to Scotland to visit Scotland. We actually just had a couple of owners who came from North Carolina to visit the team in Scotland. They did a TikTok video. Um, it, was, it was seen by over 1 million people on TikTok, you know, so it was great. So um, the idea as well is that fans essentially have a voice, you know. Um, it's, it's almost a blue-collar soccer club, I feel like. Everyone gets a voice, no matter where you are in the world, no matter how much money you have, you get to vote. You get to actually participate in the strategy of the club. You look at some of the big clubs, you look at the Champions League, you know, Newcastle United, um, PSG, the money's coming in from Saudi Arabia, from, from, from the Middle East. You know, it's to prove to folk that this is about football fans, you know, it's giving it back to the fans, you know, um, and, and creating that sense of community around the club, which for me, in my opinion, sometimes a lot of the bigger clubs, they don't give their fans due consideration, you know, and that's a big, big frustration. Well, Chris, I can't believe I didn't even mention, Chris, I actually own an oil refinery. So uh, I, have, yes. I, I come from quite a bit of money. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. So get signed up then. We fund them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you should have. forward slash CBFC when you go. Add a couple zeros to that hundred. Chris, those <laughs> okay. kids got money, you know? So, uh, and yeah. and I, I find this stuff um, uh, fascinating because, I, you know, I, I think the story is, uh, you know, we, we I think Welcome to Wrexham uh, kind of put this in a lot of people's minds of just like how. All or Nothing was also very popular, which is where they got the idea. I mean, you know, these. These documentaries are kind of sweeping the nation a little bit and getting people who were not even casually a fan of the sport all of a sudden now really into it. at least Wrexham, somebody. Right. You know? And but it, it shows sort of the the emotional side of it, of just like the the, the romance of the game. Right, the and, human side of it. Yeah, and how difficult it could be. But I'm also like interested in like the 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 analytics, the front office, the how do you you give us a spreadsheet? What you this guy's yeah. asking for? <laughs> well, you mentioned losing seven players. I mean, how how is that a, a huge challenge as well in in building a culture of the club where the players want to stay? Is it do they stay? Do they leave because they have better monetary offers? Is it you know what, what is the 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 draw to sort of keep them there as as an owner? Yeah, I mean that's essentially that's what it is. Yeah, they get they get more money elsewhere. You know, some of the guys got the divisions. You know, so there's that kind of opportunity for them to play at a higher level, which is great. So we become almost to a certain extent victims of our own success yeah. because we recruit young players who are hungry. A lot of young players who've been at pro clubs been released, still very good players. You know, but they need to be um, in an environment where they can enjoy the the football again. Um, so that's what we do. But now the next step is how do we not only keep those players but then actually add with a better quality. Um, one, of, one, of the, one of the things we have in Scotland is, in, in terms of a purely investment opportunity, is it takes far less money and investment to go from Tier 5 in Scotland to the Premier League than it would to go from any other Tier 5 league in any other country in Europe to the Premiership. If you were to go from Tier 5 in England to the Premiership, it's going to cost you hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, same, same in Germany, same in Italy, same in Spain. To go from Tier 5 in Scotland... The Premiership is 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 it's, uh, far, far less less investment required. Now, when talking about the Scottish Premiership, here's an idea that gets tossed around every once in a while. I'd love to know. Well, do you have an affinity for another club? Do, are you a fan of any other clubs besides the one you own? Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm, I grew up a Rangers fan. So, yeah, in, in, in Glasgow, you're, you're, for the most part, your Rangers are Celtic. Um, and I, w- I was born a Rangers fan, yeah. Now, a thing that gets tossed around a lot is that they should have Celtic and Rangers because they are the two big powerhouses in the Scottish Premiership. They should move them to the Premier League or somewhere within the English pyramid, probably to the Premier League. Would, do you think that would help or hurt the rest of the Scottish teams? It's a very good question, and that's something that's been debated. I think, ultimately, the English football don't necessarily want them, I don't think. Um, I think it would probably, if I'm being honest, it would probably help Scottish football. It would probably help Scottish football thrive. You know, Rangers, I don't know if you recall, a few years ago, Rangers were relegated to the fourth division because they some, mm-hmm. had some financial issues. Um, and, yeah, and you administration, could argue that if that I'm not was, mistaken. Yeah, it was administration, and, and you could probably argue that that was probably... The best, you know, the, it was good for Scottish football. That, to be honest, you know, and some of the clubs in the Premier League, you know, uh, thrived, thrived under that, you know. So that for me was an opportunity for Scottish football to to to, to reconstruct. Um, I think they missed that opportunity. Um, but certainly in, in Glasgow, you know, you get fo- fo- football fans are so passionate. You know, you get half the city's Rangers, half the city Celtic, and it's it's such a, you know, it's such a cauldron for 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 football and, and the passions there, and it's it's really really interesting. Glasgow is a city for that, you know. All right, yeah, I we got to get to an old firm. Yeah, that I mean, Glasgow, bucket list. Glasgow, Glasgow as well. I don't know if you guys recall. We had Claude, they had the American. You had uh, Alejandro Bedoya. We had um, yeah, of course, uh, yeah. Carlos, Carlos Bocanegra, Moidu, yeah. um, Claudio, Claudio Reyna. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rangers just had uh, James Sands, uh, who is an yeah. NYCFC player, who we're, we're, yeah. we're fans and friends of. Uh, yeah. So that was cool. Um, I'm curious about the also uh, Malik Malik Tillman. I told was there last year? Currently there. No, no. Oh, last year. Yeah. He went back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he went okay. back. I think he get recalled. But yeah, he was good. He was top quality. Yeah. The uh, one thing I do love is the the marketing campaign for the Caledonian Braves FC is uh, you, which is you. You are a huge part of the marketing campaign. You are a star, dude. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious about uh, if it. If this is something, you know, you've done uh, some really uh, great TikToks. My favorite one, uh, which which your, I guess, social media person in the video is saying, Americans are going to love this. And you're like, no, nah, I don't want, I really don't want to do this. And uh, Americans are going to love that. And then it's you uh, in the Braveheart, the whole Brave, Braveheart garb. Uh, but yeah. uh, getting getting to do uh, th- this uh, this kind of stuff. I mean, we're comedians. This is our wheelhouse, wheelhouse to be, have kind of fun like this. Is this something that comes natural to you, to be in front of the camera uh, and be a little silly sometimes? Nah, be silly, yeah, for sure. That comes natural. Being, <laughs> being silly in front of a camera, not so natural. But you, you have to go with the flow, you know. You have to, if you believe in it, you have to do it. You know, and I always say we we take the club seriously, we take the job seriously, but you never take yourself seriously. Do you know what I mean? And it should be fun. And to get back to the whole point of the club, the club is about people. You know, you mentioned Wrexham. People love welcome to Wrexham because it's real, it's raw, it's passionate. You know, it's what's and all. It's not just it's not just Champions League. It's real people. And that's the same with Caledonian Braves. You get to know me. I'm the owner of the club. I'm very fortunate. I open, you know, I had the idea to open up a club, and I worked very hard to do it. Um, but I'm just a normal guy. You know, I'm a guy that used to play football in my backyard. You know, I had a scholarship in America. I love the sport. The sport's been very kind to me, and I want to share that with people. You know, and, and I think people respect that. They appreciate that, and I think that's what people want to be involved in. They want to be involved in that community where it's real life, real people, real football, real passion, um, and the ups and downs. You know. Now, here's what we found out. We started this podcast in 2015, and the idea we originally had was, look, two comedians, we're going to joke about the sport that we love dearly, help grow it in our country, and people are going to love it. And here's what we found out is that, yes, a lot of people did love it, but there is this massive core 
of diehard football fans, just die-in-the-wool football fans who don't like any type of joking around about this sport whatsoever because it's basically a religion to them. <laughs> but you are come from the other side of the pond, but yet you have this sort of what I would call almost like an American appeal to the way you promote the sport. You're fun. You don't take yourself seriously. You're willing to be silly. You're willing to put yourself out there. And have you found that you've met the same folks <laughs> that we met early on who said, don't you dare talk about our sport this way? Yeah, no, it's been fun. I think the, 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 the big problem I had is I almost got kicked out of the house because I was running about Glasgow in a big banana costume. Um, <laughs> tried to, my, my daughter, who's 14, was, she was mortified. She was too embarrassed. She said, Dad, you can't do that, you know. But I thought, you know, we need to, you know, it's all part and parcel of it. TikTok, you know, is obviously a platform where we can have a bit of fun. And we tried to engage with the Savannah Bananas. We tried to, um, you know, challenge them to a kickball tournament. Um, and uh, they obviously they, they never picked up on it. So if anyone from the Savannah Bananas is listening to this, you know, give give us a call. You know, we'll sort that one out. No, I we love to help make that connection. Yeah, I love these uh, these these ideas. Um, you being an oil tycoon, I'm sure you exactly. Can just... I mean, I'm, I'm I'm very well connected. <laughs> Most of my contacts are in Qatar. But yeah, 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 I'll see what I can do. <laughs> That's fine. All right, we'll work on it. I do have a question. I'm, obviously, the the players that you get to sign are are folks that are trying their hardest to get to the higher levels be even more professional. I'm sure you have a focus on nutrition. How much iron brew do you limit them to each week? <laughs> that's the win bonus. That's the win bonus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they got to earn it did then. You, yeah. did, you get, did you guys know that Scotland is the only country in the world where Coca-Cola is not the leading soft drink? Wow. Yes, iron brew is number one. I did not know that. Did you know that iron brew is one originally from New York, and two, marketed heavily in Latin America as Cola Champagne. And so we've had it before we grew up with it. Yes, it's a very yes, Latin yes. thing. Do, do you know why it's so popular in Scotland? Why is that? Because it's Twice the sugar is Coke? Fantastic hangover cure. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Okay. I was going to say, go. how, yeah. come, how come no one in Scotland is thought to put vodka in it? Because that's what we do in Latin America <laughs> or rum. It tastes so good. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure in Scotland they've done everything with Iron Brew. I'm sure they have. <laughs> He's like, buddy, we've Don't done it all. <laughs> what? Uh, you said you mentioned uh, you studied in America. Where did you uh, study? What, what part of the country yeah. were? Yeah, uh, did you say? Yeah, in? so I, I studied. I, I was very fortunate to get a soccer scholarship um, at Delphi University in Long Island, in New York. Oh, um, you Long Island? I don't even hear your yeah. accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I the- lost it. I lost it when I moved to France, but I love yeah. listen. I love I love America. I love New York in particular. What what a city, you know, what a place. I got a lot of great friends still there, and actually, New York changed my life like it has done for so many people. But I, I came to America in 1994 for the World Cup. Um, my cousin played for Ireland, and, and Ireland played Italy in the the Giant Stadium. Uh, I was Ireland at that won, game. Won. Whoa! Yeah. I was at that. That's the first professional match I've ever I ever went to. Wow. Yeah, well, How I was crazy at that game that? as well. Yeah, I was at that game, and a guy from Glasgow scored the only goal of the game, Ray Houghton. I don't know if you guys remember Ray Houghton. He played for Liverpool. Okay, yeah, no. Ray Houghton, the announcer, magisterial? No, no, no Houghton. Oh, I thought he was what, Scottish, yeah. Ray Houghton. Houghton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so wow. He's from, he's from Glasgow. So I was at that game, and it changed my life because I saw New York. And before that, it was just the TV, you know, but you get to New York, and you're just like, wow, what a place, man, you know. What a place. Um, just such energy. And I love it, you know, and I'm so proud. We actually have someone who, who's at the, um, who works at the New York Giants who invested in the club. Um, oh, very the, cool. The, okay. Who works in okay. football operations, you know, and 
we have some some folk in the NFL and the NBA who are interested in investing in the club. We actually have some uh, scientists from NASA who have invested in the club. Wow, well, then we so, have to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know fellow geniuses were involved. <laughs> <laughs> the brilliant mind. I mean, wait till they be- find out we <laughs> also will be involved. I do. I know a lot of times Scottish people, you even mentioned when we first started, can you, how good are you with a Scottish accent? Scottish, Scottish people sometimes get picked on a little bit for the accent they have. But how how much of a culture shock was it when you first heard someone from Long Island speak? Yeah, yeah, I must have been pretty jarring. Because you must have been like, this can't be the same language. Uh, <laughs> I just I remember in America, you know, used to um, no no one understood me. No, I, I always they always used to say to me um, that, that I need to speak slowly, and I said, no, you need to listen fast. <laughs> but, I, but that was a challenge. That was a challenge. But I did have a few a few like girls said to me that my my accent sounded like music. So I was I t- take that any day, you know. It's pretty okay, Ooh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. The flirt. That's yeah. like yeah. That's yeah. How do you get the girls, bro? Yeah, <laughs> yeah dog. Sounds like if only music. I was good. If only I was good looking, you know. If only. <laughs> what uh, what uh, what position did you play in uh, in Delphi? I'm gonna guess goalkeeper. Sub- substitute. Substitute. <laughs> let's go. No, I was, well uh, done. I was, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm familiar was, with was, the uh, with the role. I was. I was uh, we see it. Let, we say in, in Scotland, we have a joke. We say left back in the in the dressing room, you know, left back. <laughs> in the left back in the dressing room, bro. Like, I've never heard that one, yeah. and I'm upset that I haven't yet. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's been sitting there the whole time. And two professional comedians couldn't think of it. It's very. See, see the thing is, I was a I was a forward, but I always say I was far too technical for Scotland, you know, because I was too um too good with the ball at my feet, and I'm six foot four. They used to put it up here in the air to head it, and I was horrible in the air. So I often joke if I was born in Spain or Argentina, I'd have probably had a World Cup by now, you know. But there you go. I was I was born in Scotland, you know. Uh, well, Chris, this has been uh, absolutely I- incredible. Can you just let people know again where um, they can find Caledonian Braves and how they can become uh, an owner themselves? Yeah, guys. So if anyone's interested in finding out a bit more or investing in the club and becoming an owner, they can visit the WeFunder site. So it's www.wefunder.com forward slash CBFC. CBFC, like Caledonian Braves Football Club. CBFC, let's go. Let's uh, go. Yeah, we'll put obviously all the links in, in the descriptions and everything. Uh, but Chris, uh, thank you so much for taking the time. This is super cool. And obviously, best of luck uh, with Caledonian Braves. And uh, yeah, the, I'm just we, we, just like when we watch Wrexham and we see them uh, you know, climb up the divisions, I think um, uh, uh, Ben Foster's available. Uh, he, yeah. he's, <laughs> he just left Wrexham. Uh, he's got so a good podcast, though. He's got a good podcast. He does. Well. He's doing yeah, great. Yeah, no, Foscast is awesome. He's doing awesome. Um, uh, but now nah, we, we wish you the best. And uh, yeah, like uh, like you said, uh, everybody, go join, go join, go support Caledonian Braves and become an owner uh, of a Scottish football club. Guys, thanks a lot. I'm going to send you guys some jerseys, okay? Oh, I would that, love it. That would be amazing. Thank you so you much. You make them in double XL? Remember your time in America? <laughs> Big here. Tri- tri- triple XL? <laughs> if it's tight, then yes. <laughs> Shout out to Chris Ewing. That was I, it's so dope that we got a team owner. Mm. Okay. Just and, hanging out with us. All right. And you can be an owner. We can be owner. We could all be owners but uh, yeah, I be and an be owner. a part of it. So uh, shout out to uh, Chris Ewing. Thank you so much for coming through. Uh, WeFunder.com slash CBFC. If you would like to uh, be a part of the journey of Caledonian Braves and become uh, an owner, the minimum uh, investment, I believe, is $100. Yeah, so, $100. Uh, go, go for it. Uh, Chris Ewing, a great, great dude on, uh, you know, having a, uh, doing a great project out there in Scotland. Maybe we'll, one day we'll go to a game. 
Yeah. Okay. And he loves New York. Yeah. So, well, I'm sure. So, we'll, if you're a New Yorker, love him back. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll link up uh, in the future. Uh, just a, another sh- uh, reminder join uh, the Patreon, patreon.com slash soccer cooligans as well. It'd be uh, really cool if you did. Yeah, because we have uh, a very special episode uh, uh, dropping shortly, uh, mm. <laughs> talking about a lot of the drama in Woso that's going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think we recorded it on a hill with one tree. <laughs> 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 yes, uh, yeah, hopefully people get <laughs> get the reference. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, so make sure you uh, join today uh, for like, that. It's part of it would make you want to throw a shoe at them <laughs> during a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. <Is> this, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're not picking up on what Alexa's saying, yeah, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. simply don't know. <laughs> you simply do not know. Uh, you can't get fooled again. Fool me once. That's on you. Fool me twice. The hell you doing? Okay, so, <laughs> I don't know what the real quote is, but it's dumber than what I just said. <laughs> Ours is better, I think. Yeah, yeah. So go patreoncom Cooligans for that. Uh, you just got to check it exclusive out. Exclusive episode. Okay. Um, let's. Uh, let's What's uh, what do you call that space between two buildings? Sometimes people put like garbage in it. <laughs> An alley. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I was just not I relevant to anything. We just wanted, I forgot. You know, sometimes we do that. We just bring up random stuff. Uh, <laughs> Super random. <laughs> Alexis forgets what things are called. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a new segment called Alexis forgets. <laughs> <laughs> Neymar. <laughs> yeah, is in the news, uh, and it's actually horrible news. He got injured while uh, you ACL know, and meniscus. Uh, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, during uh, during the game against uh, Uruguay, I believe. Mm-hmm. Who's he playing? I forgot. Uh, Brazil. Um, yeah, they lost to uh, Uruguay two to nil. Yeah, so got kind of a shock, but uh, not necessarily worried that uh, Brazil's not going to make it. Did to you the know World that Cup. Brazil's coach, Geniz? Do you know he's also still the coach of Fluminense? Yeah, I did uh, hear something like that because the 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 issue the the former Ancel- coach no Ancelotti got the job. After the Real Madrid, but yeah, he can't say. No, I think he's been pretty open really? about it. Yeah, I, uh, did he? I don't know if he's agreed to it officially. Yeah. No, it's official. Oh, it is official. This okay, is okay. his last season at Real Madrid, and then he takes over the Brazil job. So, like, all right, cool, we found the new coach. Like, hey, what about yeah? In the next year, there's going to be World Cup qualifying and stuff. And they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> huh. and they had so, so the, we'll the, get a part time coach because he already has a job. Fluminense, who Marcelo is at the team, and actually he's going to. He's going to be in the uh, Copa Libertadores final for the first time. Fluminense has never been in the final or never won a final. One of the two. Okay. So he's doing great so far. But he's got two jobs. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> he's what? got a coach Brazil who's in, what, third place? Yeah. So, I mean, given the, the 2026 World Cup will have 48 teams, uh, it's like, you know, it's basically like MLS playoffs, like 80% yeah, of yeah, Copa everybody get gets it. In. Everybody but Bolivia. <laughs> <laughs> you good. I think there's only three spots that are out, and then there's a playoff. No, it's the first six. Sixth is the playoff. Okay, So you yeah, used to yeah. be the top four. Fifth is the playoff. But there's nine, right? How many countries? Nine ten. or ten? Ten. Okay, ten, okay, yeah. got it. Remember um, when we had to do all those things? Yeah, yeah, for, for the last Co- Copa <laughs> So, um, um, so 
But, so yeah, it's horrific. He goes down crying. It's not even his sister's birthday. Yeah, he's, <laughs> you know, it's always, it's usually <laughs> where time is up, right? Yeah, 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 it's always the perfect yeah. timing. Yeah. The, the injury, but March. this was this was a, this is early. This it, is real. That's yeah, how you yeah. Know it's his, real. his sister was like, "No, Neymar, what are you yeah. doing? This is Neymar, not, no, get my, up. <laughs> my birthday's we got time. A few months away. Yeah. Uh, but no, this it really sucks. It's a, a, a terrible injury, uh, and obviously he's going to be out for. Uh, he probably will miss Copa America. You would think. Yeah. You would assume this is a long injury, especially what he's 31, 32 now? 32, I believe. 32. 32. I mean, he's not getting younger. Bal Halal, that's his new team, which, I mean, he is beloved there, like a god. <laughs> he is. You know? They did a big uh, you know, ceremony when he arrived. Um, but Al Halal. They paid, what, 99 million that we know of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you've heard my theories, which, by the way, people keep saying in the comments that uh, the Qatar had already gotten the World Cup in 2010. I didn't say they got it because of Neymar. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was saying they hired him as an as a, as an ambassador to kind of yeah for the future get the people to look away from the <laughs> workers. <you know? laughs> look away. Oh, okay. right. hey, look, it, everyone, Neymar is it's, 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 it's You a, spill the water. It yeah. is a theory. That's yeah. all. This uh, is just a theory. Yeah, bro. yeah. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, so he's beloved, beloved, and so Al Halal uh, acknowledging you got to you got to do something for your boy. He, he goes down. He goes down. We got like acknowledge the the like where are we the, from? They would do the airbrush shirts, the R.I.P. shirts, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, free Alexis. Yeah, you know, no, no, or, you were in prison. R.I.P. <laughs> shampoo. Yeah, you know exactly. Know I mean? Yeah, on a you know a four XL T shirt. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That's air to our knees. Airbrush. Airbrush. We all know. Like I yeah, got yeah. A, I got a bin in my mom's house of R.I.P. shirts. Right. Uh, a lot of fallen soldiers. So you got to do something. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Where we're from, you do that. You know, sometimes you put a photo on there of the person who's either passed or gone to jail or something. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. What you don't do is put the photo of how they died. Yeah, yeah. You don't, <laughs> you don't, you don't need to put the photo of him in the casket. No, no, no. Or the crime scene <laughs> photo either. But right. Al Halal was Al like, let's think out the box. <laughs> so Al Halal uh, did a, a graphic to acknowledge Neymar's injury. Hmm. And they, they took the photo of him begging for <laughs> help uh, from his torn ACL. <laughs> and then behind that, what did they put as the background? <laughs> it says return stronger with an uh, a black and white image of uh, Neymar being uh, stretched hands off on his head, stretchered <laughs> off the pitch. This is insane. Why? Why do this? This is wildly insensitive. It's, it, it <laughs> How is. Did, and look, if you notice, Nico pointed this out. All the sponsors are at the bottom. <laughs> of course, you got. Like, yeah, don't, don't forget Puma, everyone. <laughs> sponsored <laughs> this terrible, this torn meniscus. Yeah, yeah. ACL sponsored by Puma. Right. <laughs> Brought to you by Yahed, the number one <laughs> construction company in Qatar. <laughs> Bro, this is uh, you know Neymar uh, pleading for help in in excruciating pain. Sponsored by Savvy. Uh, this is like <laughs> this is like if your if your lady took a made a, a flyer of you finishing fat too fast. <laughs> <laughs> the picture she just was, uh, was you crying. Let's make a joke. Yo, yo, I got time now. Fire up Canva. <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah. go. I got pro, <laughs> so I think we're going to be good. Okay. Let's see what the AI images could come up with. Right. Okay. Let's see if there's a template. Now, I want to point something out you might not have seen. Can you make this image larger? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay. Now, when you do that, I want you to pay attention. Right there is perfect. Yeah. Look up in the white spaces. Go up a little bit. Scroll back up. What in the white spaces? What do you see in the background? It's uh, it's it's look the same. down. 
Uh, they took the image of him holding yeah, yeah. his face. Now scroll down even further. You see real small? What do you see in the background on the right-hand side? What am I looking at? You in the white in the white part. Move your mouse down a little bit. Right there. What do you see? That's oh, that's on the stretcher. His again. name are on the stretcher. <laughs> they they did the image four times. <laughs> Him on the stretcher is in the image for you. Didn't need to do all that, bro. This is the saddest photo, but honestly, it looks dope. It's, I mean, the the work is great. It bro, looks it like a documentary. <laughs> it looks like the the artwork for a documentary about a player's this last. This is the cover art yeah. for for like a Ken Burns documentary. You bro, know. I mean, this is this would be great if it wasn't for your star player's <laughs> injury, and the photo is multiple torturous <laughs> photos of this player. It's just like every there's every kind of uh, uh, visual reminder of how much how tragic this is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's just an unnecessary. Uh, you know, it goes too hard on something. <laughs> it does that does that that should be treated with a little bit more sensitivity. Yeah. But then the. You also got to look at the caption of the tweet, which is also baffling as well. It says, quote, the medical test. And then it says, quote, there, Neymar, like, it, it yeah. was, we, we, it's not allegedly Neymar. <laughs> no, I mean, he's in the photo. <laughs> he's in the photo four times uh, crying. It said, uh, Neymar underwent, uh, confirmed the, uh, anterior the anterior cruciate, crucial, ligament. Uh, cruciate ligament and meniscus tear injury in his knee. He will be going through surgery. And then a treatment program that will be determined later, return stronger, Neymar Jr. The, the last sentence feels like a threat. <laughs> return. <laughs> return stronger, Neymar. This is a, I mean, it's a little bit of like, Google. we're making another one of these flies. <laughs> <laughs> Google Translate kind of, you know, fumbled it a little I'm bit I'm assuming here. the quote in all caps, Neymar might be a cultural thing. How I, maybe that's how you put people's names. Yeah, I, maybe, I have no I idea. Know. It is, it's very, very confusing. Um, but you would imagine Al Halal has this is the Al Halal English account. They, I'm sure they have an English speaking person yeah, to handle 100%. this. 100%. Well, yeah, they, if they could pay Neymar that, mon that amount of money, they can pay somebody to handle <laughs> just uh, posting some tweets. I, I would hope so. <laughs> uh, but truly, truly uh, confusing, baffling. Uh, it sucks. To, uh, baffling is a great way to put it. To, this to, is so confusing. Uh, to, to lose Neymar, of course, obviously a, a big name player for Brazil and obviously for Ahala. But this is, yeah, I, I can't make any kind of sense of it. I don't no. know why they would do this. Um, but hey, I don't know. Maybe culturally it's a different thing out there. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what they do. Uh, so, uh, all right, let's wrap up, everyone. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in. You should have uh, made one of these when I put my pants through that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have this. <laughs> well, ask Jamie to whip one together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can someone listening who's good at Photoshop take our biggest like L's in life <laughs> yeah, and make them like just absolute fire <laughs> yeah. Photoshop edits, and then get like multiple background photos. <laughs> this man is holding his face. Four times in this photo. It's Bro, horrific. We need to just get the you know the, the first time a girl rejected me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you me. were 28. <laughs> <laughs> just get there. Can we make a fire edit? Yeah, dude. Out of that, okay. You know? Some that. of the wilder stories. Can we get you eating a burrito? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. can we get a reaction of you seeing 
someone who's taking your burrito eating and taking it to the next level. <laughs> oh, the uh, we'll do that this, on Patreon. We'll do oh, that on okay, Patreon. yeah, we'll yeah. do that on Patreon. All right, Patreon.com slash Grueling. Anyway, all right, uh, everybody, shout out uh, to everybody for for tuning in. Uh, thank you again, Chris Ewing of the Caledonian Braves uh, for coming through, talking about uh, the club out in Scotland, and we will be back on Monday. Obviously, yes, MLS. Uh, decision day is this weekend. Uh, it's obviously a lot at stake. It's going to be incredible. Also, NWSL playoffs uh, happening this weekend as well. Club so, football is back. So much yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah, uh, European uh, footy. Uh, I mean, it's the Merseyside Derby. Uh, Arsenal's playing Chelsea. Arsenal's playing Chelsea. So a little Miguelito uh, against uh, Alexis mm-hmm. this weekend. So, so a lot of entertaining matches. Uh, so we will see you back on Monday. It'll be sick as ever. Uh, <laughs> don't know why I said that. I already, <laughs> already regret it. Uh, we'll, see. we'll see you on Monday, everybody. Yeah, cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.